Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner is the podcast for martial arts instructors who want to hear behind the scenes of running a school. No fluff, just honest talk about the victories and struggles of running a martial arts school. Now, here's your host, Zach Hayden. Welcome back to Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner. My name is Zach Hayden. This is episode number 26. I hope you are having a fantastic day today. And I want to start by thanking you for tuning in to the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Um, last week, we uh, spent some time talking about the staffing survey. And um, I wanted to let you know that you can catch uh, a replay of my webinar on the results of my 2015 martial arts staffing survey. And that you can find at mediacompany.me slash staff replay. That's mediacompany.me slash staff replay. So if you want to check that out, you are welcome to. The replay will only be up for a limited amount of time. So make sure you check it out now. So uh, I want to... I got some good feedback in our Facebook group, um, some topics that you guys would love to hear more of. Um, one is some humorous stories from other martial arts school owners, um, and I really like that idea. Uh, I might, if I if I find myself um, with enough time, this week I'm going to be down in uh, Florida, in Orlando, with uh, some students of mine um, and my fiancé. We're going down to the ATA Fall Nationals. And while I'm there, um, if I find that I have the time, um, I am going to take my recorder, my voice recorder, and I will uh, see if I can collect some stories. Um, if not, I've got another idea on how we can collect some stories from you guys on um, some humorous things that have happened. In addition to that, um, there was a great uh, suggestion about talking about money management and stuff, and I really like that topic as well. Um, I actually just got back from a bank uh, meeting this morning. And so that is a topic that has been uh, a little bit on my head currently. Um, so those are both things that uh, I hope we can do um, in the near future. Today, I've been alluding in the last couple of episodes to um, a topic that I wanted to kind of talk about. And it's this idea of life skills, teaching life skills in the martial arts. Um, this is, uh, I don't know, it, it Teaching life skills in the martial arts has been something that has um, always existed, except it seems like it fluctuates through history in how much it's a focus of the training. You know, back in the, you know, the, the 70s, I don't think it was uh, nearly the focus that it is now. Um, and now I think we might be nearing um, the Maybe I could be wrong, but nearing the top of the peak of how big an emphasis the life skills are, um, and not necessarily in a bad way. Um, so, so let me, uh, let me flesh this out a little bit. Um, you know, the life skills that you learn in martial arts, respect, courtesy, um, you know, confidence, those kind of things are, are things that we, inherently receive from doing the hard work of training for something difficult, you know, reaching a goal, 
achieving uh, you know tasks that are set out in front of us. These are natural byproducts um, from well-structured, well-performed training. But because the industry has become um, commercialized, which again, I don't think is a bad thing. Um, it gets more martial arts in the hands of more people, which I think is great. But when we commercialize some things, um, there are pluses and minuses to that. So one of the pluses that I have seen is that we have done a better job of intentionally teaching these life skills. And I, for one, like that. That's what you know, really draws me to making a, a living from teaching martial arts. If teaching martial arts was just the sport for me, if it was just um, teaching, kicking, punching, and fighting, and those kind of things, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it as a career. I like that, but that has, it doesn't have a higher purpose for me, and that's what I need out of something that I'm going to do as a career. So for me, I like that aspect um, that has come from the commercialization of martial arts, that we have done a better job of intentionally seeing how the martial arts teaches these life skills. And so we have done a better job of really um, pushing that side of the training. I like that, like I said. Um, now, where then I... I don't know. I get a little um, where I start to worry sometimes, or when I where I start to get a little um, hesitant is when we over commercialize these life skills, where we um, we focus a little less on the physical side of it and a little more on the life skill side. To the point where some of the life skills training becomes, um, an, uh, you know, a mile wide and an inch deep. I'm not for that. I, I'm not for, and this is my opinion. And you as a martial arts school owner have to decide this on your own. This, you have to make these decisions, um, for your school, for what the purpose of your school is. You know, your school's purpose might be entirely for self-defense. That's great. If that's what works for you, do it. Okay. This is for me personally, I teach martial arts to um, help people become better individuals. And a big part of that is physical. You know, you're a better individual when you're healthy, when you're fit, when you're confident with being able to defend yourself and um, those kind of things. But another big part of that is the, the perseverance, is the, the dedication, the hard work, um, the respect and the courtesy, the self-discipline, those kind of things. Um, so I, I like that we've put a bigger focus on that. I worry, um, at, at the fact that we are sometimes, it seems, I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say that, that I don't know everyone's intention, but there seems to be times that we are, giving lip service to what we are doing when it comes to life skills. We might say these mantras. We might um, talk about these things and watch them being done in a shallow way in our classes, but not helping to really flesh those out um, further in people's day-to-day -day lives. Uh, you know, I, let me... 
let me relate this to um, church things. I, I am a, a, a strong Christian, and I work uh, as a as a youth leader in our our um, church's youth ministry, and I'm really involved in those kind of things. Um, and this, the idea here, uh, the the um, what do you call it? The analogy or whatnot I think of sometimes is when you have these church members that that at church or at church functions express these great things. They're, you know, not um, rude or, or uh, you know, they're, they're, you know, doing these prayers and these joyous things and they're super nice to each other and whatnot. And then the rest of the week, they're jerks. You know, and it makes them look like hypocrites and that they are. Um, not that we all aren't. But um, that sometimes is the feel I get from some of these life skills training programs is that we are um, doing these things in the school, in the class that are making, you know, us look really awesome for to the parents that we're like, look at how great these kids are and look at how awesome we teach these life skills and things. But they're, you know, not, they're only surface level. They can say the right words and they can do the right actions in class, but that's not necessarily carrying over into the rest of their lives. And I don't have an answer for how to do that, how, how to really um, make sure it gets carried over. And sometimes it's not going to. I mean, that, that depends on the student and whatnot. They have to put in the work. But I think part of it is making sure that our curriculum and the way in which we talk about life skills, the way in which we teach these life skills is in conjunction with more than just words. It's followed up with actions. Um, it's followed up with the way they train and then the way they behave and work outside of the school as well. You know, I, I know, you know, there are a lot of school owners that I know. I shouldn't say a lot. There are school owners that I know that give these great talks in classes are super respectful, this and that, you know, but when you meet them outside of the school, they're, they're not great people. <laughs> you know, they're not, they don't necessarily show the discipline they talk about by, you know, the way they're eating or the way they're drinking or, um, you know, the way they're treating their family. You look at, uh, you know, these school owners who, I don't know, I, there, there's just, I have a problem with this disconnect that we have sometimes. And like I said, you're not going to, you're not going to be able to get every student to follow through on the life skills that you teach in classes. You know, that's not going to be um, possible because they have to own the training themselves. But I think sometimes we're not structuring programs or we're not structuring, maybe it's not structuring relationships with students um, and families and our, our continued relationships with them in a way that is making sure that it's more than just how they behave in class. What do you guys think? Uh, this is... You know, this was brought on by some training I've done recently um, where I watched the training and it was really good training. Um, you know, I like the the mantras and I like the way it was, was taught in class. Um, but on the way home, one of the things that I was discussing with a student of mine is, is the, the danger that this um, style of teaching 
leads could possibly lead to not following through on the rest of the life skills training. You're like really getting deeper into it. It has the potential to be um, abused in that way where it's just on the surface and not any deeper in the rest of, of life. Um, you know, and that's to each school owner to be done the way they want to do it. You know, I mean, that's, that's you as a school owner need to evaluate the results that you want for your students. And you might not be focused on life skills at all. And that is absolutely fine. I don't think that makes you non, not a martial artist. There is some basic life skills that I, I think are important to make sure that are um, passed along, but those can easily be done in just the day-to-day training in the physical side and people learn, you know, there weren't, we didn't sit down and have mat chats, you know, in 1970 with, with a bunch of adults and be like, okay guys, let's talk about goal setting and making sure that we achieve these. We didn't do that. Um, and we still produce some fantastic martial artists that were of, of stellar character. And that's the same as martial arts for, for, you know, centuries. That doesn't mean we shouldn't now sit down and do these mat chats and stuff. I think, I think we're in a perfect position to teach these life skills in a much better way. It's, it's at the fabric of martial arts different than it's at the fabric of other sports. Other sports, um, you know, were made for games to play. Um, and, and martial arts wasn't always, um, it, it's just been different. Um, it's, it's just been a different thing that people have, um, expected us to teach more than just the kicking and punching. And a lot of times that more teaching was just through osmosis. And now it's, more intentional and I'm happy. I'm, I'm thrilled. I want it to be more intentional. Um, but I, I want us to make sure that if your goal is to teach good, strong life skills, you think through how that's done and you do it in an authentic way. I think that's the key. Okay. Let, let me, let me kind of wrap this up with that as the key is making sure it's done in an authentic way. How you want to do it is up to you, but making sure that, that we do it honestly with integrity, that we are instilling these things. If, if we're talking the talk, we need to make sure that we're walking the walk and that we're helping follow through on that training. That's what I'm saying. Um, you know, I, I think life skills training is important. I, you know what? I, I want to, I really would be very interested in knowing your thoughts on this. Um, I'm going this weekend to spend, uh, or this week to spend some time doing some training on talking about life skills. Uh, and I would like to know what you do at your school to instill life skills, how much time you spend on it. Is it something that you focus on? Is it something you don't focus on? How exactly are you teaching it? How are you seeing it carry through in the the lives of your students. If you'd let me know, I'd really appreciate it. I think this could be a really great conversation. You can join that conversation over on our private Facebook group. If you head over to mediacompany.me slash group, you can join the group if you're not already part of it. If you're already part, just head over to the group and um, I'll put this podcast episode in there and we can start the conversation in a thread there on the group. I'd really appreciate it because um, 
you know, this is something I keep tossing back and forth in my head um, and, and teaching in my school. You know, I really want to teach you these life skills, but I, you know, I'm not going to skip out on the physical side too. We did a great, uh, real quick side note. Um, I did my first black belt boot camp, uh, kind of 2.0. Um, my black belt candidates, the students that are getting ready to test for black belt before we do, uh, these workouts with them. And there were, uh, two or three of them that we, we would do leading up to the final testing. And they need to be about an hour and a half to two hours long, but I've always wanted to kind of mash that into one full long day uh, event. So this Saturday we did that. It was about, um, it was five hours, uh, which was almost not enough time. I actually would, I would like to get another hour in there probably at least. Um, but we, we ran a mile down to uh, a local park. Um, we, we spent, uh, probably about an hour, not quite an hour at that park doing a bunch of kicking drills, a couple hundred kicks. Um, they were, it was, it was a little windy outside and cold. So, uh, it was, it was a little bit of a challenge. Then we ran back to the school another mile. Then we spent the time, um, what do we do next? Oh, old forms, old material and board breaks. I uh, have 12 different basic board breaks that I make my black belts, um, break before they can test. They have to break at least um, nine of them. So there's three they can miss um, and they have to break at least nine of them in three tries uh, uh, within three attempts, I should say. And uh, so we did that in old material and then we rotated through um, our sparring for testing, their rank form for testing, and then the uh, ATA fit test. From there, we finished up with their testing board breaks and uh, a few other things. Um, and it was a blast. So as you can tell, I'm, I'm, I'm not against the physical side. I want hard physical training as well, you know, on top technique because you can't learn integrity. You can't learn, you know, respect and discipline unless you have something to be disciplined about. It, it ties so well together. That's why I love martial arts. Anyways, like I said, join the conversation over in our Facebook group. Tell me what you're doing for life skills, um, what you, think is working really well, how you are trying to make sure the students are really getting this in their lives, not just um, talking about it in classes. And I would really appreciate it. Okay, guys, if you see me at nationals, uh, say hi. Uh, maybe I'll have my voice recorder with me and you can um, give us a little, a little talk about uh, maybe a, a funny story from your school. I think that'd be cool. We can put that together into a podcast episode. So until next week, make sure you're out there striving for excellence.